guys, what is up everyone? Welcome back to yet again another podcast. It's been a while, but I'm here. We're doing another thing and I've got a special guest today. I got Noah Lampson coming on. We're going to talk a lot of sports. We got baseball, we got football, and we also got him talking about his summer job with the Monarchs. Man, special guest. <laughs> that uh that's I don't think I've ever had that sort of like uh honorary. We're going to start getting into this. We're going to start with the uh NFL. We're going to talk about our two what we think are the two top teams, one from the AFC, one from the NFC. We'll start with the NFC. Who do you like? So the NFC, uh, they, you have a lot of really, a lot of talented teams. I mean, you have Arizona, who's the last team that's undefeated in the NFL at 6-0. and I mean, you still have Tom Brady and the Buccaneers who are still doing their thing. They have, you know, their entire starting offense and defense and special teams from last year. And you can't count them out either because, I mean, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. I mean, that's, that's argument. But I think – Personally, and I, and I know some people may disagree, and some people will agree. I'm personally, as the best NF team in the NFC, I'm gonna have to go with the Los Angeles Rams. I think Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup has been one of the most unstoppable combos and uh, quarterback wide receiver combos that we've seen in a long time. And I, I think Sean McVay finally has his quarterback. He finally shipped out Jared Goff to Detroit, and now he has his quarterback, and so he has his team. Matthew Stafford has all the desire to get to the Super Bowl. And I think with Jalen Ramsey on that defense and all the stack weapons they have on offense, they have the capability of making a, a, a really good run into the NFC playoffs and hopefully the Super Bowl because that's something I'd like to see as a Chiefs fan because I, I want to see Chiefs-Rams like I wanted to see a few years ago. So hopefully that'll happen, knock on wood. But as of right now, I don't know if I can necessarily call the Chiefs a Super Bowl contender right now. But that may be a spicy take, but we're 3-3. Three and three. We're not where we're supposed to be. Well, listen, the NFC is really hard. I mean, both both divisions right now are really hard to pick. Conferences, I should say, they're hard to pick. But in the NFC, I I want to say the Rams, and I just want to pick the Rams because Matthew Stafford's played well. Cooper Cup's doing phenomenal things for them. That defense, you have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. But I'm going to have to take the team that they lost to, the Cardinals. I get, I get the Cardinals have, you say, don't play anybody. They haven't played anybody. They just went into Cleveland without their head coach. And put it on them. Yeah, are, and and let that be known is that Cleveland is a good team. I mean, they they put up a really good fight against Cleveland. And but my argument with that is that Baker Mayfield has been playing with a torn labrum this entire season. Yeah. And he dislocated his left shoulder again for the second time this season. Yeah, and he's now out for the Broncos game, which I don't think that'll affect the Browns winning or losing that game. But anyway, but you also have them going to LA and beating the Rams in SoFi Stadium. I like what the Cardinals are doing. I like the pickup for J.J. Watt over the offseason. Chandler Jones is a beast. J.J. Watt is also. Kyler Murray is playing well. Buda little, Baker. Buda Baker. Isaiah Simmons. You haven't heard his name, but he's that first-round pick they got out of Clemson who is actually from the Kansas City area. But I still think the Cardinals have a chance, and I like A.J. Green, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and they went and got Zacherts. I think that's a huge trade that well, no one's going to talk run, about. their running game as well. I mean, they have Chase Edmonds still, and then they picked up James Conner yeah, in the offseason, Yeah, I was going to say James Conner. I do believe it helped that J.J. Watt came over because he's a leadership person as well. You bring in that other leadership role for the defensive side. But let's move on to the AFC where the AFC is way more wide open. You have the NFC where there's a lot of teams, like five teams that you think can win it, and they're really good. When you go over to the AFC, it's just wide open. Like you don't know. The who. AFC is a damn mess. Who? who like, it's, it's a it's a bomb fire. French, but it, it's a mess. It's right a bomb fire. Like who? Who? Yeah. Who's gonna win it? And who do you like so far? So I mean, as much as it pains me to say, I'm not picking Kansas City, obviously, because there's a lot of different issues that we that still need to be addressed. I mean, we had a good week last week against Washington, but Mahomes still threw two picks, and one of them shouldn't have happened in the first place. But regardless, I'm not putting Kansas City there. 
but I think the team that really deserves to be the number one spot, and, uh, and JT, I, I feel like you would agree with me, but I also wouldn't be shocked just because you like the spicy takes a little bit. But uh, I think I'm going to put Buffalo Bills. I think the Buffalo Bills have to be the number one team. I mean, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, I mean, uh, um, Tremaine Edmonds on the defense. I mean, they've got a lot of big-name talents. And the one thing that people aren't talking about enough is Emmanuel Sanders. And that I mean, he kind of had a, a, a rocky start with with New Orleans last year. I mean, he was kind of like a weird pickup, and it was okay. But I don't know what happened. But ever since he's been in a Bills uniform, he has been killing it for them. I mean, he, I'm sure he's not their number one receiver on on, on the death chart because considering you have Stephon Diggs and Dawson Knox on that team. But I mean, Emmanuel Sanders has been a really solid pickup for Josh Allen. So I think there it's a no brainer that you have to put the Bills at number one. And. You you say I like spicy takes, and you're not wrong, but I can't go anywhere besides Buffalo. Buffalo is one slip, a banana peel away from being with one loss. Because if Josh Allen falls forward, gets that first down without slipping, they're going to win that game against Tennessee. I have no doubt about it. I was surprised on the play call, actually. I thought you would throw it because there you're having to call another timeout after you get the QB sneak. But that's near there. Yeah. The only we can uh, go on and on yeah, about right, that play. Right, yeah. The only the only other team I could see legitimately getting put up there with Buffalo right now is the Ravens, and the only reason I can't put the Ravens there is because I don't trust Lamar. I still, I don't. Oh, you don't trust Lamar? I don't trust Lamar when it comes to the postseason. I'm saying, like, the best ah, team. That, see, that's where the spicy takes come in, I, man. I just, like, I, he's only won one playoff game in four four playoff games. I know, but he's finally defeating his kryptonite. He got the win against yeah. Mahomes, which, I mean, you can argue that shouldn't have happened again. Like, <laughs> the, the, those, the, the Chiefs but, losing games, that's besides man, the like, like. Like I'm gonna go back to the saying, not bad for a running back. I mean, right. the dude threw 450 passing yards. Okay, I will give you that. The majority the, of those passing yards were in the second half. The against, one against uh, the Colts, the yeah. Colts game. I will give you that. That looked like a really good Lamar Jackson, a great Lamar Jackson to be exact, and not a running back at all. And if he plays like that again, they're gonna be greatly fine. And I can't wait to see what he does against the Cincinnati defense coming up this week. Cincinnati has been playing really well. No one saw that coming out of them. Jamar Chase. Too. Jamar Chase, right? But the the thing about Buffalo right now is. Dawson Knox is injured, fractured hand. Fractured hand. Had surgery was this it morning. Was a fractured or a broken hand? I mean, it's kind of it's same the same thing. thing. But I think it was a fracture, and he had surgery this morning. Okay. And the craziest thing is, is I was reading that two. I don't know if you saw the two point conversion where they threw they threw it to Josh Allen. It was Dawson Knox who threw it. Mm-hmm. He broke his hand to play before, and they were trying to and change. He still threw it, and he still threw it. They still. What? Yes. I didn't know that. That's yes. crazy. So yeah, so Dawson Knox threw the two point conversion to Josh Allen on a on his bro fractured hand and they were trying to change the play but they didn't have time so they just went with it insane but buffalo's defense has played phenomenal Tredavious white is on that team hello he 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 pretty much knocked He's out top three every year yeah he ta- he if knocked, not top five but. he knocked out tyree kill in a sense in that sunday night game where tyree kill had nothing and well, the that's only th- the problem with the chiefs though is right. that when tyree like i've been talking about this for years now mm-hmm. if you look at the stat lines if if the chiefs lose it's because tyreek got Shut down. Stapled. Yeah, yeah. He was he's shut down the entire game. I mean, I mean, like, and, and that's a proven statistic. Like, if you shut down Tyreek, you basically beat the Chiefs. Right. And it's not to say that we don't have other weapons, but it's like, I mean, when Ty, I guess Tyreek's our most is our X factor. You right. Know, that's that's our our bi- our best player on the offense besides well, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But so our your teams are the Rams and the. The Bills right now. Those as of two. right now. As, as of, of right week now. Six. Right. And week as six. of right now for me, as week six, Cardinals and Bills. Sorry, Chiefs. And so let's move on uh, to the postseason playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I'll start. We're going to 
I was gonna we're gonna talk about who we thought at the beginning of the postseason was gonna make the World Series, mm-hmm. and now we're down to four teams and who do we think is gonna win it now. I'll start now. My my two teams right away were the Giants. I know the one seed in the NL, and then I had. I personally had the White Sox. I don't know why I thought the White Sox could do it this week, this year. Maybe it was because they had Tony La Russa or something. Look good in the ALDS. Oh that's well, for no. Sure. That that let's get over that. That was bad, yeah. bad by them. Chi Town was not happy. <laughs> no, their bullpen, Kimbrel, the one they traded for, was giving up home runs. Well, that's not even the first time the Kimbrels had issues. Well, in the right. Postseason. And so, Houston went in there. They did what they did. They won. And I think what Houston's doing this year is finally. I think everyone needs to get over the. The cheating thing, like okay, yeah, we did cheat. We'll get. I will say that they cheated, but they're and then, and then like uh, it's beating a dead horse right. at this point. Yeah. They, they're showing they can win without cheating, and so Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa are great players. Bregman's, Bregman's well. great, great player. I mean, the only thing I have a question about Houston right now is their uh, starting pitching because right now their starting pitching is like an 18 ERA against the Red Sox. Jeez. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, uh, yeah, that's not good. You at have all. Zach Greinke. What Zach Greinke only got four outs last night. And they're lucky they won that game, in a sense. But so the Giants obviously got beat by the Dodgers. That was a great series. Horrible way to end a series. I think the biggest thing is is I'm more upset, not at the officials, but at the replaying. Like these umpires, even in the baseball and in the NFL, the, we have reviewing and replay system for a reason, and yeah. we still can't get calls right. It's well, and insane. it's statistically proven that it's, like, useless. Right. Like, I think, like, I want to say it's, like, between, it's like in the teens of the percentage of calls that actually get overturned right. in baseball. Like, at the beginning of the year, there was two horrible calls that were reviewed, and they still standed, and it was horrible. And, I mean, it didn't... Stood. Stood. <laughs> but uh, it was it's insane, and I can't wait to see these final four teams. You have the Braves and Dodgers going at each other, and you have the Astros and Red Sox. I think I really want to see the Braves win it. And it looks like they're about to repeat what they did last year, go up 2-0. And the Bra- the Braves are a crazy team because I remember when I when I was on Twitter back uh back when Ronald Acuña tore his ACL. Yeah. I was like there's no way their best player being out. There's no way they're going right. to make the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. And here they are in the NLCS. Well, yeah, and I mean before the trade deadline, I think they traded for four outfielders. They got Jack Peterson. They got Jorge Soler, who's on COVID right now, so he's not even on the— Oh, he's on the COVID list He's right on now? the COVID list right now. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, and so they also got Duvall. Godspeed for him. And they got Duvall. And so Duvall's been playing real well. Jocktober's been coming alive. And they had the game three in the bag last night, five to two. And then Cody Bellinger, of all people for the Dodgers, who has stunk the bed all season because of injuries, and when he came back, he just didn't look like himself, decides to hit a three-run nuke in the bottom of the eighth inning, and then Mookie Betts does Mookie Betts things and hits a double to bring in the game t- game-winning run in the eighth inning. So I wanted to see the Braves, and I wanted to see the Red Sox give us something different. And I would like to see it. The only reason I would like to see the Red Sox and Dodgers is because I would love to see Mookie Betts go against the Red Sox in the World Series. I think yeah, that'd be then, fun. Yeah, no, that'd be sick. Yeah. But yeah, that that would be sick, man. I th- I think personally, as much as I want, I want to see uh, as much as I want to see the Bo Sox go in there and, and and get another World Series ring. I personally, I r- really really want to see Dodgers Astros again. You do? I really do because I I think that storyline, while he was even though it was over, I mean it was like two years ago is when it really popped open, but mm-hmm. four years ago when the incident actually took place. Right. I really think that that would be the best option when it comes, like, the most drama, all the different stories, like, everything that is involved and entailed with that story and, and, and that and both of those teams. There's a lot of bad blood and a lot of history between those teams oh, now. yeah. 
I mean, that th- that would personally, I would like to see. I like to see that. But both Sox, I mean, they're they're a good team too. I mean, I mean, but I don't know. I just feel like the storyline between Astros and Dodgers would yeah. be really cool. Now let's move on to our last topic, and that's going to be we're going to talk to Noah about his summer job with the Kansas City Monarchs. Oh yeah. And well, why don't you start off and just. Talk us, tell us what you were actually doing with the Monarchs. Yeah, so uh, I didn't. I wasn't actually employed specifically f- by the Kansas City Monarchs. I was employed by a production company by the name of Zimmerman Productions. Brad Zimmerman, if you're listening to this, I love you, man. You're the you're the best. But uh, uh, basically, so I, I obviously at UCM, I needed to get an internship, and I needed to you know I needed an internship in order for me to graduate from our digital media production program. So I was like, man, the one thing I do love is sports so why not get involved with sports production so i i throughout the majority of the season i did i did uh, third base camera work so i was in charge of getting batter shots when they're walking up to the plate i was in charge of getting scoring scoring plays if there's a runner from second to third coming home and i i was in charge of getting them on camera so that way we can show the audience whenever the score comes in and then I was supposed to do replay over the summer, but with with how crazy schedules are, I, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do so. But I do. I mean, Brad does have plans for us to get you know more involved with other stuff. But yeah, man, it was an awesome experience. I, I couldn't I couldn't ask for a, a better internship with Zimmerman. I mean, if you're listening to this and you guys are looking for an internship still, Zimmerman Productions. Like seriously, get involved. Shoot him an email. He's he's always looking for people. I mean, I don't want too many people to go into it. So, but. If you're in need of an internship, he's one of the best people I've ever worked with in, in my career, like outside of UCM. Oh, wow. Like he's literally like one of the nicest, most genuine people, person I've ever met in my entire life. Plans to work with him after college, and I know like that's what I, this is what I want to do. Like, awesome. I want to get involved with right. sports production because I think just just with my experience with Brad, like he he has made it all worthwhile. Right. Like he 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 always makes sure you're taken care of. He's always making sure checking up, like making sure everything's going good in the production. And and he's a hard worker. Like and I with the amount of people that I've met, whether it's like Paul Stokes or or Kenny, one of our handheld guys, all the guys that I've met, amazing. Like they know their stuff. They right. know what they're talking about. They've been in the business. They have the experience. Like so. I want to thank Noah for coming on. It was absolutely man. Great, thank you for having me on. It was a great time talking sports. It's always good to catch up with someone. It's, I was it's on. It's always a good time hanging out with the boy <laughs> JT Noah. Yeah, I mean, I was on your podcast what two years ago before the pandemic. Yeah, you, you were on a handful of times. Yeah. so it's about time. You know, yeah. I, I'm a guest now. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but uh, but it was good having you on. It was good catching up. Appreciate you, my man.